From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 378. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet, Backblaze, and Care of. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Brad Dowdy. Hello, Mike Hurley. How are you? I'm fine and dandy, my friend. Fine and dandy indeed. Mm, are you sure? Like, you've been all over the world, yep. here and there and back again. Um, but with good reason. I want you, even though you've probably done this a million times already, I would like you, if you don't mind, to recap the wonderful St. Jude Twitch podcast-a-thon that Relay FM did this past Friday that you were a part of, that you traveled to Memphis, Tennessee for. Can you give us some details? Because my mind's so blown, I'm not sure I can uh, encapsulate it uh, very well. Well, I think the easiest thing to say is you, you ask, uh, how can I be fine and dandy? When you've raised a quarter of a million dollars for charity, <laughs> you're pretty fine and dandy. Right. It it makes the uh, the jet lag go away a little bit easier. It sure right? does. Yeah. We, um, the couple of, I don't even know when it was. It was a few days ago. <laughs> Friday? Yeah, it was Friday, Friday. the 20th. Uh, we put on a six hour stream. Um, you can watch it on YouTube if you want to. If you didn't see it, you should see it. It was actually really fun. It's definitely nice. worth watching. Just spending some time. You can watch it over a couple of days or whatever. It was really engaging. I, I think we did a, a really great job. I'm very proud of how it all came together. We had an incredible team behind us, like an actual literal team of people uh, that made us make this happen while we recorded at St. Jude. And we raised, during the stream itself, we raised $60,000 for St. Jude. Um, and overall, since then, up to then, and more that's put us uh, over, we're, we're nearly $260,000 that we raised against our initial goal of $75,000. <laughs> so thank you to everybody that has don donated. Um, we had so many people watching, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people watching for the entire time, which was incredible. Um, me and Steven did terrible things to our faces. We had some great, really, really wonderful people that we interviewed, and we had some guests and yeah, it was what it was brilliant. And Brad was an absolute trooper. He was in the chat room for the entire time moderating for us, which was awesome. So thank you again for doing that, Brad. Yeah, um, not much to moderate. But still, we needed it just in case. There was some time yeah. that we were on the Twitch front page and you never know what's gonna happen when that when that kicked off. So that was really amazing yeah. too. Uh but you can still donate to help fight child children's cancer. You know, you can help donate to Saint Jude and help forward their incredible work. You know, it was amazing to see the hospital and see all the things that they were doing. If you go to stjude.org slash penaddict, you can do that. Um, and if you're looking for reasons why, I thoroughly recommend tuning into the podcast-a-thon. We also had some beautiful videos that the St. Jude team have put together for us so you can see exactly where their money's going um, and what the work is that they're doing. So go to stjude.org slash penaddict and you can donate um, but yeah, it was really just a wonderful, absolutely wonderful time. And I don't say this lightly, and I really do mean it. Um, and Stephen agrees. Uh, that that day, that Friday, is the best day of my career, like without a yeah. shadow of a doubt. Being able to put that together and to do everything that we did, it felt like the culmination of so many things. And uh, anybody that's donated to this campaign is is really it's a light in my life right now. And and you know, it's just an incredible thing to see. So thank you. Yeah, I keep saying how I keep repeating how big of a deal it was just because it really is. And I don't want that to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, like, I'm losing. Big, this was I, a big deal. Yeah, it, it, as it's like been, I feel like as it's been ticking up, right? Like I'm losing sight of mm -hmm. what we've done. So it is very helpful to me to remind myself that together we have raised over a quarter of a million dollars for this charity, which yep. is unbelievable. 
Yeah, and we have one more thing in the hopper that I'm working on, um, getting the Joey Feldman, Lay Reyes, Dan Hosner artwork up for bid on eBay with all the uh, proceeds going to uh, this campaign. So we're still working on that. I'm working with uh, an artist assistant, which is always a fun thing, but they are working on getting it up on eBay yeah, as soon as tricky, possible. So yeah, so, yeah we will hope we hope to have it up before the month is out. It may not wrap before that, but still all the proceeds will be going to St. Jude. So we'll make sure we share a link once that gets uh, up and live for bidding. Wonderful. All right. So last week before you went on your trip, or actually you were in the U.S., already when I made you order from a site back at home in the UK, I, I asked you uh, about sheening inks just because I thought you might actually enjoy these for something a little different. And you were sitting in Memphis, Tennessee and ordered something back in the UK. And did they arrive? And are you using them? Or have you not even had time to breathe yet? Yeah. So you asked me to order the Diamine Colt Pens inks the yeah. christine maureen philip or robert you told me to pick one i went with all of them uh, <laughs> I, I i only arrived home yesterday because we were delayed by two days um which was an experience and, oh wow uh, i don't even know that yeah we were we got waylaid in chicago we had a flight cancellation and then we couldn't get rebooked on a suitable flight for another two days so oh that's, my gosh we were supposed to be home on monday and that's why uh oh sunday we're supposed to be home on sunday so we got wow. home yesterday, Tuesday. So uh, the ink was waiting for me, um, and I've played around with them, and I am currently today using both Robert and Philip. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I don't understand the colors that they are talking about. As far as what you're seeing, like for Sheen, uh, like just what, in um, general, like I'm, I'm kind of confused. To be honest, what paper are you using? I'm so using that's the, one of the kickers. Well, I know. I read this on their website, and so this is like a whole thing, right? I mean, I right, realized why, why you challenged you on me with this because this isn't exactly <laughs> as I thought it was going to be. So, yes. like, I'm using rubber, which is supposed to be purple with green, and I can see mm-hmm. no green. Like their mm-hmm. image on their page is all green, right? And mm-hmm, there's none mm-hmm. of that. Uh, I see no green sheen at all. Uh, no, so yeah, that's on rubber, and ro- it just looks red to me, which I'm very confused mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And then Philip which is supposed to be a uh, purple with a gold sheen, I just see purple. So Mm -hmm. I clearly need more work on this. Uh, I don't exactly know what I need to do, but I can keep working on it, I suppose. They say like papers can be a problem, and I get that. Um, But the inks and the colors are nice, but I'm not seeing any of the sheening. You're not seeing the specialness. I like that this, I like that you're going through this right now because it is like, a thing like if if you're not using the right paper which is like one of the things i always talk about when i review it like you're not going to see the full sheen amount or get the effects of what you're actually buying so it's kind of a good experiment for you and robert Mm -hmm. in a stub nib so like i'm going your nibs are fine but yeah yeah your nibs are good so now you just need to test paper so rhodia tomoe like your crossfield or something like that and you'll see the effects of why i like these inks so much um and they're just they're just good writing inks anyway but yeah like when i review them i i do a picture on rhodia and a picture on this yoseka notebook i have which shows sheen a lot and they're completely different looking inks so it's a it's a really cool cool ink and uh but i can understand if you're not using the right paper you go what what did i just buy it's just a regular old purple ink all right so i need to try it out on some tomoe 
Yeah, it might actually work on the uh, the sketch note notebook, Mike. You know the, the sketch note idea book from our friend mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Rody. That's yep. on Kickstarter. Yep. How many days left? Like two days left it's on this Kickstarter short. campaign. Yeah. I got one. Um, it just came in the mail. I just opened it up. Me too. Yesterday. You know, oh, you got yours too. You think? Yeah, I got one as well. Oh, <laughs> look at you, fancy man, Mister uh, Fancy Man yeah, over 62 there. Sixty-two hours to go as we're recording this, so just a couple of days left. Okay, so give me your thoughts. It's unbelievable. Right. Okay. I yeah, we're on the same page. Fathom how they are producing a notebook of this quality and selling it for twenty dollars. Yeah. So y'all need to go to Kickstarter. Yeah. And back, and back this notebook. If you're so it's think of your standard Moleskine Rhodia Lloyd's term A five size with the most notebook. beautiful texture on this cover. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. And these those notebooks are normally like 192 pages or you know close to that 200 page range. This is the same size. And it's only 128 pages, so it's thick sketch note paper. Like the it's paper, made to handle a lot of media. It's almost like cardboard. It's so thick. Like yeah. this is genuinely like just from a paper and feel quality. Like it's one of the nicer notebooks that I've handled. I haven't right. put it through its paces yet, um, completely with pens and stuff. But yeah, just same. in general, like the quality of all of this is bananas for the price. Yeah, it really is. And like it lays flat mostly, you know, when you're, you know, when you mm-hmm. when you're drawing, you don't want to have to deal with like the spine and the curvature and things getting, you know, out of whack. Like it lays flat and you can make your drawings and your sketch notes. It's just it's extraordinarily well done and it looks fantastic. Um so I I look forward to uh, giving it a full test run. You know, they had so many prototype testers on their campaign page that use so many different products on the page. You can see how they perform. You can go look at it. There's no there's no doubt it's going to handle like anything i can throw at it like all the people that were in there um testing them out early like they couldn't they they could find no wrong with it which is is wonderful so i i look forward to it yeah yeah i mean like these are just production samples but like i mean they seem ready to sell to me right like yeah i think they've done (laughs) an incredible job so I got a prototype, and I'm wondering if Mike uh, Shiano from Airship sent the same note that he sent to me, said, hey, this is a prototype. There's a couple little things on here that you might catch that we changed in the final version. Yeah. Okay, I haven't looked yet. And I was like, yes, this is the challenge I'm up for, because as you're about to find out when we talk about the theme system journal, that's our big topic today, that I'm kind of anal retentive at looking oh, at God. products like this. Oh, so God. I look forward <laughs> I look forward <sighs> to... Uh, to going through my sketch note idea book and uh, you know seeing what what little things he might have changed uh, in the mm-hmm. final version, but these prototypes look great. So yeah, they're it's awesome. a really wonderful thing. So oh, I opened so this scared, up man. on nah. Um, okay, maybe you should be. Yeah. Uh. So no, I we'll get there. We're almost there. But I want to talk about one more thing. So I I did a, an unboxing stream yesterday on Twitch, and that's where I opened the sketch note idea book and talked about it and. All those things. And I also opened up the new Kaveco Lilliput stainless steel cap ballpoint. And like for a normal person, <laughs> this is, you know, a no big deal type of pen. But for me, it's a big deal type of pen because I love the Lilliput so much. I just think it's like this little feat of engineering. And I understand it's not for everyone. It's a small pen. It's, you know, not everyone's going to like the format of it. And I use the fountain pens regularly. And I use the ballpoint pen in the aluminum retractable retractable version, which is actually too small for me. Like, I don't recommend that one because it's too small and too light with the retractable um, click mechanism on it. 
um, it's an awesome feat of engineering, but it's too small. So I've been waiting for one of the capped models to come in a material that I like. It already came in brass and copper, but I generally like the, the no after smell of the stainless steel metal on my fingertips. So I've been actually clamoring for this pen for a while. I have it right here. I'm I'm, I'm unthreatening it. I'm gonna, I need to take a lot of pictures of this pen because it is really unique. Like the the refill um, holder, I guess. Like it's not really a mechanism because it's a capped pen, but it holds D1 refills. Like it's this metal part designed to just fit a D1 refill and then you screw that part into the barrel. Like it's super crazy. So... I know this pen isn't for everyone, but this pen is one of my favorites and I am, you're going to be sick of me talking about it and sharing it on Instagram and, and other places because I don't know what it is about the Lilliput um, that gets me so well, but it, that's like one of the perfect uh, Brad Dowdy pen addict pens. And I just wanted to throw that out there that I now have my perfect ballpoint model. The only thing left for me to do is f figure out my perfect D1 refill for that. I haven't done that yet. I just opened it yesterday. And in the closet of Doom, the location of D1 refills is not something I currently have indexed. <laughs> so, it's going it might take me a little while to find the D1 my D1 refill stash because they're really really small and I don't know where they are right now and I don't want to order any again. So, um I need, I need to go work on that. Stainless steel is a good uh, material for this pen. I agree yep. with you because brass and copper and I just can't. I can't deal with it. Yeah, I can't deal with it. And like this is a very, uh, a very hands-on pen. Being this small, like it, the entirety of the pen fits oh, in yeah, your hand. You so it's very, that. yeah, it's very uh, metalrific. I guess you could say. You you could. Mm. You could That's say. a word, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a word. Oh, I'm so scared of this next. Oh, I'm, here, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. While uh, while you talk about our wonderful sponsors, I'm going to get out my notes. Like I have a, 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 I have an additional page of notes just for this next topic. I just wonder if, like, you know, you could just tell me this stuff in private. You know, <laughs> no, no, no dirty laundry for me all over nope. the show. But that's where we yep. are, I guess. So that's what we do. Take our first break and then we'll get into that. Our thanks to Backblaze for their support of this show, the unlimited cloud backup for Macs and PCs that starts at just $6 a month with no gimmicks and no add-ons. Backblaze backs up your documents, music, photos, videos, drawings, projects, everything that is important to you on your computer. And they have backed up 750 petabytes of data and counting. That is equivalent of 750 million gigabytes these people over there, they know what they're doing. And Backblaze have helped restore over 40 billion files for their customers. That is a ton of saved assignments and family photo albums. Data disasters are a terrible thing. We've all had them, but we shouldn't have them. You shouldn't have to worry about a data disaster because you should be backing up with Backblaze. I do it. I have my Backblaze set, and I have that peace of mind constantly. Everything is backed up for me, my entire computer. So no matter if I have stuff being saved to other cloud services, it doesn't matter. If it's on my computer, it's also going to Backblaze. It's giving me that extra peace of mind. All of my photos, I wouldn't want to lose them. All of my documents, I have important things on my computer, right? Like our entire lives on these things. You don't want to lose any of that stuff and that is why you need Backblaze. Go to backblaze.com slash penaddict for your fully featured 15-day free 
trial and tell them that you heard about them on the pen addict that's backblaze.com slash pen addict for your 15 day free trial go try it out today thanks to backblaze for saving us from countless data disasters and for their support of this show and relay fm so have you backed up your theme system journal work files yeah my whole i have a whole system around that that needs to be solidified because it's been Mm -hmm. such a Mm-hmm. harried process of getting everything created and i'm now starting to make my notes for what i right. want to make amended um mm. so that's like a whole other a whole other thing mm, i'm so, good you're you're right in that process because as you know you you handed me off a theme system journal one of the early editions at the san yep. francisco pin show yep. and i said like my my history is like uh, i don't think that's probably a product for me and then as i got into you know, some changes over the summer that I wanted to make. I was like, oh, well, maybe this is actually a perfect product for me. And you said, okay, well, let me get you one. And then, you know, like I had some general questions and you said, well, I'm working on the website to give you ideas on how to use it. And I said, okay, well, I'll wait for that. And that way I can go through it all at once. Because the the big caveat here is that you talk about this on Cortex and I only sparingly listen to Cortex. So what I'm about to bring up, you, you may have even with, you need the instructions, I think. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Use it. But what I'm saying, like the things I'm finding as I use this, you may have discussed already and yeah. I don't know. That's right. Fine. So I might have a question for you that you've already answered mm-hmm. on Cortex. And I purposely didn't listen to the last two episodes because I know there were a lot more specifics during those episodes. So I purposely didn't listen to them until after I talked to you about it. So, um, I started using it Monday, so I just started it, mm-hmm. and I used it in conjunction with the themesystem.com, so the little website you set up. Yep. Um, because I needed that big picture to just kind of, you know, give me the glue for what, what this whole thing is going to be, kind of put it all together, just so I have, before I start it, I have a big picture idea, so I, like, I read through the whole site. The site's great, so we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah, it was, I'll tell you how it was, it was super helpful to me. Um, Overall, like construction, quality, you know, all of that stuff, the build, the paper quality, it's all exceptional. Like, oh. <laughs> I don't I don't have any like I don't have any technical like issues with the with the book. Like mm-hmm. I have other issues with the book that uh-huh. we'll get to. But like you have to write on the back side of the page on this book, right? It's designed for ninety days. Yeah, you, you do both and pages. front and back page. Yeah. So, you need, so if I'm going to use a fountain pen, which I have these first two days, I need to make sure the back side of my page is legible once I write on it, right? Yeah. Like, and it is not perfect, not some, but I think it passes the, the mustard with it. It passes. The, it's going to pass the majority of the test. There'll yeah. be some issues with certain inks, certain very heavy inks and broad nibs. Mm-hmm. It might be an issue, but I've used a stub nib and a sailor medium nib, and I've had no issues so far. Good. So, um, so yeah, the, the, the notebook's broken down into the yearly theme, which is like four pages up front. You have a yearly theme. So let me get mine out here. So like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you mine. So I was hoping you my, would. Yeah, so my theme is the year of experimentation, which we talked about in the beginning of the year, but I never wrote it down, right? Like I talked about it and like I've talked about how I failed throughout the year of experimentation, but then, so I filled out my theme. I have my description. Um, I'll read some of these things and I won't read all of them just for uh, time. If people need, like if you go to the themesystem.com, you can get visual ideas of what the pages look like. 
there are no uh, straight-on scans of the pages for what should seem like an obvious reason, but you can get an idea right. of the pictures. Like you can see what the pages look like, so you can kind of follow along with what Brad's talking about. Right. So that's how I did it. So I took the yearly theme section on the website and then filled out my yearly theme. Yeah. Okay. So I did that. And then in the ideal outcomes section, I have one, two, three, four things filled out for, you know, what I believe my ideal outcomes should be. So then you go to the journal pages section and this is kind of the meat of the notebook and in, in the main part. And this is what you're going the, in and doing every day, pretty much. Right. So there's four sections. There's two blocks up top, mm-hmm. um, one huge block in the, the middle and then one smaller block at the bottom. So what you use these for, which you talked about on the page, um, and I don't have the page pulled up right in front of me, but you can talk about it. Like your top section is good, like good. What happened good this day? What was good in the day. Then the second section is what was bad in the day and they're equal sizes. The larger Mm -hmm. box is kind of what I'm proud of. And this is where I try and go into Mm -hmm. a bit of detail. And then the final box at the bottom is like, what is one thing I'm looking forward to? Okay. So knowing that I want to do something similar and that if I use your terms, I'm going to fail. I sat there and went through your terms, took an extra sheet of paper and kind of figured out what are the terms that work for me Yes, that are going to allow me to enjoy filling out these pages every day because yep. you really need to do it every day. So, you know, like good, bad, what was the, what was your middle section? The, the good, main bad, section? proud and forward. Proud and forward. So like those are like I took those as the general rule and then I tweak them into what's going to make Brad use this. Yes. So my top my top section they're gen- my headers are generally the same but my header for the first one is stoked. What am I stoked on right now? Yes. Like what's making me happy? Yes. My sec my second section is joked. Like what huh. happened today that was stupid or made me mad uh-huh. or was annoying, you know? Um, so I've stoked and joked at the top. So proud third... of you right now. This makes me th- no seriously. You, I cannot tell you what a gift you are giving me right now. I know we've got bad stuff to come, but the fact that you, the fact that you have, have, have like worked something out for yourself is like yes, yeah. this is what I want, right? Like because uh, yeah. I, I say we spoke about this on the last episode. The first run that we did, there were two hundred of them. Um, mm-hmm. And then the second run that we've done, there were 2,000 of them that we sold. Right. So the level of feedback that I'm getting now is very different. And and so yes. like I'm starting to get more people telling me how they're using it. We didn't mm-hmm. really get a lot of that. We got some of it last time, but the, the, the sample sizes were just t- too small. Because there'll be a bunch sure. of people that will get it and it realize it's not for them. It'll be a bunch of people that get it and they use it, but they're just not the type of piece of person that would feedback. So we're getting more feedback so it's just like a really emotional experience for me to hear this kind of happening to me live but you can keep going (laughs) yeah that's why i didn't put any of this in the show notes because i wanted to do it live and get your reaction so my third section i'm gonna ask you for the third time what is yours called the main section proud proud okay so mine is called moments so yeah yes i've taken like what happened today that was memorable mm-hmm. or what was the thing I wanted to remember from today? So like, um, so uh, let me, I'll finish them. Then I'll read my examples. So that moment is kind of like, you know, my picture of the day, like good, you know, expanding on other things. And then my bottom section is called let's go like, all right, we got to do this. Like this is coming up soon. So it's like, it, it could be called like hype train or something like that. Like for me, this is the kind of thing I need. So my, my bottom section, like my carried forward section is like, let's go. Like, so 
stoked, joked, moments, and let's go. So that's what works for me. So like stoked on Monday was I ordered new buttons for Notco. So we do like sticker pack-ins for our products for when people order. So I'm doing buttons this time. So I was stoked about that. Um, my joke section was the price of enamel pens is stupid. So I'm looking at getting enamel pens for knock and like, I was never happy with like any of the quotes. Mm-hmm. I got to work on that a little bit more. So that was joked for me. Um, my moments, I won't read like the whole thing, but you know, I filled out like three quarters of the box and it's like my friend Jay was in town from the product productivity and tech podcast. He actually did something for us uh, for the show. I'll show you later. Um, so like I talked about like Jay stopping by, we hung out for a couple hours and we talked about those types of things. And then, you know, Mary Beth is working on the Notco product photography and we're going to have a refresh of the site. So like those were my moments for the day. And then my let's go, this was Monday. So I had big unboxing stream tomorrow on Twitch. So that was, you know, leading into Tuesday. So that's the... The journal pages. That's how I decided to set them up. Like I, I thought I could do it. I wanted to do it, but I wasn't sure. Okay, what are the things that are going to make me do it? Right. So I had to figure out those things, and it took time. Like I mm-hmm. sat, I stared at the website and I scrolled. I read all the examples. I looked at the pictures, so, and then I like, still wasn't sure. And then back and forth, and I finally this, got it. I want people to spend time on it because it's important. But one of the things that I've tried to impress in the in the instructions, and I want to do more of like. Just change it if you don't like it, right? But just begin. Yes. And that's why right. there's like four pages for themes at the front, not one. Yes. Right? Change your mind, right? Like I have changed my mind multiple times and will continue to. Like it does. Mm-hmm. And that's like part of the idea for me why it isn't printed with any prompts from me, right? Like create your own reproducible framework that you feel free to amend as your life changes. Because that's how I use this book. That's why it's Mm -hmm. just boxes, right? Like, make your own. And and honestly, like, I feel really proud. Like, I've had some incredible examples sent to me so far of, like, Mm -hmm. the way that people are using this thing. And it's bananas. And, like, so something that I want, I want people to send me examples once they're using it. So I am going to ask you to send me some pictures when you find a day that you're comfortable sharing. With yeah, everybody. I think my, uh, probably probably these first two. We'll see. I'll yeah, reread. No them rush, and, but and just look. do it. Uh, but also, mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna get people to share on Instagram and stuff as well, and I want to create a hashtag that people. Uh, yep. So I, that's all in the works. But like, I'm gonna start putting examples on the website, and and so. But like, I'm you know, I'm I'm really pleased with the fact that you do. But like, that is the thing. If you do have one of these and you're not sure about it, like I've had people saying to me, I'm not sure how to start. Just start. Like. This notebook is not a precious thing, right? Like, I know right. we are limited in stock, but we will fix that eventually. <laughs> uh, but, like, just go for it. Like, just start writing. You've got 90 yes. days worth of stuff in there. Like, you, you can mess it up. Go for it. Right. So, that's, like, the key is, like, I can change those headers if, mm-hmm. it, like, something's not, not, not jiving how yeah. I want it to do. So That's what I think. That's why the daily themes is actually the hardest part for me. Um, because I've never done like habit tracking, Yep. um, which is this, what this kind of is. So like, I don't have a thing say drink 32 ounces of water today and well, like those things don't be work habit for me. Tracking, but it doesn't have to be habit tracking. It can be right. anything you want it to be. It could be a checklist, right? Like just a general checklist of a project that you're working on. Like you could have, but there's a bunch of pages in there. You could set every double page spread as a different project and track it over 15 days or whatever, you know, you keep, right. You know. 
I understand that this is th- this part is one of the parts that is trickiest for people. Um, mm-hmm. But it's been working really well for me as an idea of like you know, for your year, your year of experimentation. What if there were like ten things that you are trying to work harder on, and then you can mark off mm-hmm. on days where like oh I experimented with a different ink today or whatever you know like think of it in that way. Right, right. So I I went through like like the website really helped me kind of solidify my thoughts and how I would apply them to me. So I ended up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things that I want to track daily. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for these? Yeah. So the first one is love. Was I a good husband and father today? Yeah, boy. So my second one is laugh. Did I smile and have fun today? My third one is create. Did I make something today? My fourth one is refresh. Did I meditate or relax today? My fifth one is read. Did I learn something from reading today? My sixth one is share. Did I promote positivity on social media today? And my last one is promote. Did I share my work or others' work today? So those are my like daily themes. So I'll use the circles, like the full circle, the half circle or the blanks for those things so far on each of the, just the first couple of days that I've done this. So I'm pretty happy with those. So I, I like how those worked out. Yeah. That's great, man. I, yeah. I, so I that's think you've done a good like, job there. That's, you know, that's, again, what you've done is you've created your version of what I recommend, but mm-hmm. if this doesn't work for you, find something else to do on those pages. You know, right, but I right. think that those are, like talking from my own experience, like it helps me some days if I feel like oh, I had a crap day today, but mm-hmm. then I sit down to my daily themes and I can tick something off for every box. I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe it was better than I thought it was. So mm-hmm. that's been something that's been quite valuable to me. Yeah. So like I'm going to keep using those things like those types of things work better for me than like your standard black and white. Um you know, like habit tracking, like, mm-hmm. um, like what your Apple watch might track your stand goal or your yep. activities or your consumption of things. And like, I, I can't really do that in like a notebook. All right. So that's how I built my theme system journal mm-hmm. so far. All right. So feedback, um, Mm-mm. it's screaming for a double ribbon bookmark. Yeah. I have a different, like, it I have just a different is. way of, of fixing this problem because yeah. we can't put a ribbon in this book. Right. So right. for me to put a ribbon in, I have to make a new, completely new format. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that, but I have a different plan, which I'll okay. share with you later because I don't want to talk about it now because <laughs> they can't do it. Sure. But sure, I have sure, a different sure. plan and I think I can fix it. But it's just a different way to mark the pages. Yeah. So I have two index cards in mind right now, one yep. on my journal pages and one on my uh, daily pages, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I see you can use. I re- encourage people to get bookmarks. I don't use bookmarks, and I'm fine just looking through the pages to grab it. But I know it needs some kind of marking system, and I think I've worked it out. But uh, I, we are confirming if they can do it. But it's not going to be in the next set because we're having to reprint this one again for the holidays, right? Um, and so I'm hoping. I'm hoping Q2 will be version two of the book. Okay. Okay, cool. So like, I mean, that's easy. Like, I mean, not everyone wants it, but like it's, it really, the way it's designed, it calls for that type of thing. Secondly, so it's designed for a quarter of the year, essentially 90 days Mm -hmm. of the daily journal, which I think is the right size. Like I wouldn't want like a full year single book. 
the confusion I have, and you kind of alluded to it in answer to this before, is I have 90 days of the journal pages, but I have what's essentially 192 days yeah, of no. the daily themes. Right? This is the and thing that I'm, people bring up a lot. <laughs> so here's yeah. the thing with that. I just put <laughs> as many pages as I could put in. Right. There isn't really a a, a match between the two. So there's 90 days of journaling. There's more mm-hmm. than 90 days of habit tracking. Because right. I was my thinking was, well, why don't I just put in as many pages as I can put in? And this seems to be like a sticking point for people, but mm-hmm. I kind of just shoved as many pages as I could get in there. Yeah, so I think that needs to be cut in half. And then, so that's eight pages, give you 96 days if you keep 12 on a page. Um, uh, I'm not going to keep then you 12 have... on a page. That I'm going to fix okay. too. Because people and also then, don't like that there's 12 on a page. Because that's a, that's a different math too. Yeah. Um, and then eight pages of notes. Like, I, why don't I have pages that I don't have to commit to my day to keep notes in. Like All right. if I had that split in half to where, you know, my daily habits are ballpark, you know, based on, you know, formatting the same amount of days as my journal. Otherwise I have eight wasted days. You know, I know you said people might use them for separate projects or things like that, but for, you know, me and I would wager the majority, if they use one column a day, they're going to end up with eight pages they cannot use. And they're just be blank circle pages instead of you know why can't there just be blank dot pages for notes i will say to you now that i love that idea i will not confirm anything but i like (laughs) i like what you're saying what i want to do is get um 14 right like days on the daily theme pages yeah so you got two weeks right i think you can Uh, because that is like a number or i might do 15 so it could do three weeks if you're tracking on uh, day like because the way I don't do this sure. in the weekend, right? Gotcha. So it would be probably fourteen or fifteen. So I'd be making a change from twelve, but it's but then I need to like make it fit, right? Like I've got to make mm-hmm. it fit. So I'll probably make every all the all the circles a bit smaller. Um, again, none of what I'm saying here are promises. Sure. I just want to make this very clear, right? Like, yeah. And I assumed the things that I'm saying have come up already. I just, we don't talk about it, nor do I, I like hear the feedback yeah, like, like, or bit, the discussions bits on Cortex. Bits and bobs. Like, yeah. People have, have had, like, I've, I've got a lot of feedback where like people get super confused. Like they, they get hung up on the fact that the journals and theme numbers are different. I understand yep. that like, but I kind of, my thinking was just like, well, I've got the pages. Let me just put them in. I haven't mm-hmm. thought about maybe just doing blank note pages, but and I like right. that. That's, that is a solution that I had not considered yet. Yeah, because based on the numbers, I there's eight pages in this notebook that are unusable. Because well, there's de- eight eight pages of circles left. Well, the way I'm using it, right? Yeah, and everyone's yeah. use case is different. But if they were just a blank note page, then I could choose to use them more than I can write on a page with a bunch of circles on it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's actually my main feedback. Like I don't have anything like cool. awful. I like or, that. That is or, a good solution to that problem. Yeah. Um. And then the only thing, like the other thing I see for the future is like a year from now, like once you have good um, good data on how it's going, I mean, you're just ripe for a subscription at a maximum or at a minimum, a four pack yes. of people who buy them annually. I have, you know, of get, course, get a break on the annual. Considered so I'm sure this that's, that's an easy thing, right? But like, that's a year from now thing. Like I am also considering there would be different additions, right. like to make that a more of a enticing prospect for people. Like, yeah, like my four pack should be specific to the four pack, 
Like mm-hmm. if it's, you know, red, blue, yellow, and green books or whatever, like that should be specific to that. If I, yep. but like, it's hard to come out with that now because people haven't tried with that. But like a year well, from now, also like that's it's maybe the thing. to do anything like that right now because I can't keep these things in stock. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been so difficult. Like I'm really struggling <laughs> with it because <laughs> I don't. So, so what happened was, right. So again, it's funny, like pen addict listeners, if you are, if you are a Cortex listener who listens to the pen addict, you get a lot of extra detail. Um, because so the last episode of Cortex that we did, we recorded it before we put them on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and we revealed some of the numbers and stuff. And then me and Gray had this conversation about what the ideal was and like what we thought was going to happen. And my ideal and what I hoped was going to happen, but it did not happen that way is that we sold kind of like half of them pretty quickly and then mm-hmm. had a stock that would trickle away because then I'll understand a little bit more about how sustainable this business is, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That did not happen. We sold all 2,000 in a week. Right. So I know nothing about how sustainable this business is, right? right? So now it's like, well, how many more do I order? I don't know. Like I've made an order, but I don't mm-hmm. know if it's the right amount again because sure. we sold 2,000 of them. What if only 500 of those customers want another one? Right. Right. So then, but now, exactly. what if, what if we have another five thousand people that want them? Yep. So I don't know. Yep. So I'm still trying to work it out. Plus, I don't want to order an obscene amount because my plan is that next year, what we are calling the first edition is no more. Right. So my plan will be that we will order. I don't know, like lots more of second edition because then that will be hopefully pretty much the final product because right. genuinely the product that we have i could keep selling it forever because i'm really happy with it sure like, i want to make changes to it but like for for what we are selling at 20 dollars, which may also change if we are making changes to the book because i might be doing some more difficult things to it mm-hmm. um i think for a 20 dollar product you are getting a very good quality product that oh yeah works for people um, but it just needs tweaks, and I want to make those tweaks, and I want to keep pushing it. But this is a very difficult business, <laughs> you know, because people yeah. are saying, "Why don't you take pre-orders? That will help you work out demand." And like, yeah, that's logical, mm. but I still am not sure exactly how long it takes to make these things, right? Because the timelines have changed both times; it has been different. So <laughs> I don't want to say to you now, uh, "Go and you know, go and." pay and we'll give you a book in two weeks because it might be right. nine or 12 or 20 weeks mm-hmm. so i don't want to do that yet eventually we will do that but i don't have you know like, so there is a possibility that we might take pre-orders on this next one once i know these things are in the air true right because once right. they're in the air i now have a better idea of what that takes but it's the production process and it's like a whole this is a very difficult thing to do it is a very difficult thing to do as a side business. Mm-hmm. So I'm working it out, but like, I'm enjo- I tell you, this is a very stressful thing, but I am really enjoying this part of my life right now. It is a Good. very exciting and interesting challenge that I want to keep doing more with. So if you want a theme system notebook, there are two things you can do. Um, and so you can choose which one you want right now. You can go to the Cotton Bureau page, which is also at cortexmerch.com, and you can put your name in to be notified when they go in stock again, Or you, and that is like a one-time thing. So you put your name in, 
you get an email and then that's it, right? The next time you're not going to find out. The other thing you can do is go to the themesystem.com and sign up for the theme system newsletter, which will be a consistent thing, which I will be adding more to over time. Stock changes, examples, more information. Uh, I'm working out what that's going to look like, but yeah. Cool. Well, that's all the feedback I have. I am pleasantly surprised at how I've taken to it, even though it's only been a couple of days. I'm like, oh, I got it. Like, I'm feeling like, oh, okay, Oof. this is, I can make it me. So, yeah, because I was pretty hesitant uh, up front, just the, from the style and format. That's not, nothing I've never done. We've it is an honor million times. to me <clears throat> that you genuinely think well of this product. Yeah, yeah. So, it like it goes in my, uh, I, I keep it with me so I can uh, have it, even though like I only fill it out like once a day. Like, it's not like an ongoing, like, no. note taking notebook. Um, yeah, I want it around and I want to keep working on it. So I'm Ooh. very happy with it so far. That is, I feel pretty good about that, Brad. I'm not going to lie. I feel very, <laughs> I'm very happy about that. So thank you. Yeah. And I'd, I'd tell you if I wasn't. <laughs> Are we good? We're good. I got more, new, more cool stuff to talk about though. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to get my composure here. I was very nervous about that. <laughs> yeah, Mike didn't know what I was going to say. So no. like, well, that's how we like it. What did it say in the notes? Um, oh, boy, does he have questions. Then I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> that's what it says. That That's that's the notes that I have here. But Yeah, this is, that you know, I, I'll talk it. about this more as I have more to say. Um, but we have more being made. So Yeah. So y'all should listen to Cortex. Like, we're not going to talk about this all the time, but if I'm going to use it, like, we're going to talk about it. So. Yep. Tough. All right. Let's take a break and thank our friends over at Pen Chalet for their support of this show. Pen Chalet sell authentic, amazing rollerballs, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. They're very fast and reliable customer service, and they're always doing wonderful discounts. Uh, twice a month, they have discounts and great products. They have closeout specials as well. And they do this stuff with all of your favorite brands. Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, Kaveco. They have all of them available. They're an authorized dealer, and they're doing the best prices that they possibly can. They also have inks. They have limited edition stuff. They have pen holders and refills. They sell international. They have great shipping rates. And if you are in the U.S. and you buy over $50 worth of stuff, you'll get free shipping on that. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they do special offers for pen addict listeners always. Go to penchalet.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Use the password penaddict to get your hands on the special offers available this week and to get the code you need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet. Uh, they have some great stuff available right now, but we want to highlight a specific product in a moment. Um, but you can get 10% of that product and anything else by going to Pen Chalet and clicking that podcast link at the top of the website. Use the password penaddict to get your hands on all this stuff. Our thanks to Pen Chalet for their support of this show and Relay FM. And we're now going to talk a little bit about the uh, Team Fox Montegrappa pen that Pen Chalet have. Yeah, so Ron and Pen Chalet have been a huge supporter of this podcast for years and a huge supporter of the blog for years. And the funny thing about Ron is I rarely hear from him. Like, we just go about our business. Mm -hmm. He does, you know, he lets us know the ads and then, like, that's kind of it. So when I get a text directly from Ron, it, which rarely happens, like, my, you know, eyes kind of perk up. I'm like, oh, what's going on with Ron? What, what, what does he need? And he's like, hey, can you do something for me? And Ron's not that kind of guy. Like, he never asks, like, for the favors. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll do I'll, I'll, anything you need. He's like, we have this project 
that we're part of with uh, Montegrappa. They made a a pen called the uh, a series um, of pens. A series of pens. So it's yeah. a ballpoint uh, fountain pen and rollerball. So it's Montegrappa Tulip for Team Fox. And what Team Fox is is Michael J. Fox's organization for Parkinson's research. So that's a uh you know a debilitating disease for a lot of people that um you can go read about some information on that and the designer behind this pen was recently diagnosed with parkinson's disease and they decided to team up with team fox and montegrappa and make this pen where the proceeds of all the sales of these pens go to parkinson's research and ron asks he's like can you take a look at this pen and would you mind promoting it because i really want to support the parkinson's research and, you know, I, I would appreciate it if you would, you know, do anything you can to help promote this pen. And I said, absolutely, I will do that, uh, Ron. Like, so I'm being super transparent, like, but I'm doing it because it's something that Ron believes in. It's something that I believe in, in giving back and supporting different charities. If, you know, if you couldn't tell by now, we really, really believe in supporting others, um, you know, throughout this podcast throughout our podcast network throughout our lives like that's part of who we are and i am super happy that ron reached out to me specifically for this product it's really cool looking i have it in my hand i just got it yesterday um <laughs> it's colorway is right up my alley right yeah, so boy. it's it's orange it's an orange barrel and kind of a brick red cap and silver trim well rhodium trim rhodium plated trim and a steel extra fine nib i mean this is like if i was working with team fox i might have come up with this pen design good looking. it's yeah. it's pretty rad and i'm a huge fan now of Montegrappa ever since they changed to the yovo nibs their steel nibs are awesome like that's really, really, they're so enjoyable to write with now. Like Montegrappa, ever since last year, I guess was it last year when the Monte Grappa pen came out, right? I have to say it that way to, you know, it so it doesn't become like a who's on first type of thing with fountain pens. When that pen came out and that nib switched, I was like, yes, this is it. We're there. Like, I love this pen. I love how it feels. And this one, the uh, the Team Fox pen is, you know, a more of a cigar shape, rounded ends. Um, just a really, really great pen. Proceeds go to uh, help Team Fox fight Parkinson's disease. And uh, I couldn't be happier that uh, Ron reached out and asked us to work with him on this. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. And uh, I think people should check it out, right? Like it's a it's a good pen by a great company and a beautiful colorway that yep. helps support a charity, which is pretty awesome. So can't complain. Yep, about yep. That. So I'll have some more pictures. I just inked it up like literally right before the show. Um, so I'll have some more pictures of it uh, up on Instagram, and I'll I'll do a review of it, and uh, we'll get the word out about this pen because it's fantastic. So you put something in the notes here. <laughs> We got it. We have to cover this, right? Like this is this this turned out to be the Brad wants to talk about um, the theme system journal to Brad wants to talk about all the things in one episode, which you know sometimes gets us in trouble with time. But I don't even care. Like we got a lot of stuff. So good friend Anthony at UK Fountain Pens did a post that I was sent multiple times by readers called the Fifteen Types of Pen Addict. And I'm going to read this to you, Mike. I'm going to read the entire thing because it's not that long. So you're just going to have to deal with me. And then you're going to have to think about what type of pen actor are you? Do you fall into these categories? This list is very accurate. So we'll have a link in the show notes and you can play along at home. 
Um, so Anthony's uh, header to this post says, after careful research, I present a true and accurate dissection of our community. Number one, the curator carefully explores the pen landscape, buys one of everything, and tracks it all in a ridiculously detailed spreadsheet. Number two, the crazy cat lady. I would, have... I would like to request an amendment of the crazy cat person. Yeah. Uh-huh. That yeah. would just be my amendment. Would... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the name. Mm-hmm. Yes, agree. Why have one Caveco sport when you can have 50? <laughs> it's like me. I'm the crazy cat retro 51 person. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, number three, the archaeologist believes that anything made after 1950s is junk. Buys <laughs> trays of old pens at car boot sales and antique shops and hasn't quite gotten around to restoring them. Has incredibly inky fingers. It's super accurate. Number four, the magpie. Always chasing the latest releases, especially the limited editions with sparkles mm, and shimmer inks. I am a crazy cat magpie, I think. That's where <laughs> I am in my life. Number five is Mr. Status. Only buys Mont Blancs and Montegrappas dusted with precious metals. Never inks them. Number six, Otaku-san. Lives in Surbiton, surrounded by Nakayas and bottles of rare ink you can only buy from a tiny village in rural Japan. I've okay, been that's, a little bit seen by that one. That one's kind of that one mm-hmm. is kind of incredible. Like yeah. Surbiton <laughs> is a neighborhood of Southwest London. Okay. So it's Good. like it's just a kind of like a yes, I <laughs> yes, I feel kind of uh triggered by that a little bit. You I'm say it, you say. say it when you say uh Surbiton, you say it in kind of a like a high and mighty kind of way. Oh, I live Surbiton. in Surbiton. Oh, I live in Surbiton. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. and yeah, and otaku is a Japanese term for people with obsessive interests, yes, particularly in yes, anime. It's the obsessive phrase. Yep. So number 7 is El Minimalissimo. Through sheer force of will, only owns a single Lamy <laughs> 2000 and one bottle of black ink. Reads pen forms every day just for the thrill of fighting the temptation. God, this is so good. <laughs> Number eight, the mad professor. Every pen is a Franken pen. Desk is covered in nibs and tools and ink spatters. Can't leave anything alo- alone. Voids warranties with a single glance. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Number nine is the bargain hunter. Only buys pens from China for less than two pounds each, including shipping, a converter, and a free side of intellectual property theft. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Number 10 is Mr. Ordinary, teetering at the top of a slippery slope. Mr. Ordinary has a few moderately priced pens that he enjoys using for work and letter writing. Number 11, the hipster. Won't buy any pen that Goulet or Cult Pen stocks because he hates conformity. Instead, hunts down obscure hobbyist makers from as far away as possible to commission one-offs that make people on Instagram jealous. That's hilarious. Incredible. Yep. Number 12 is the goldfish, buys a new pen, gets bored, sells it again in a matter of weeks, rinse and repeat, sometimes with the exact same pen. God, that is, I have seen that. That that one I don't get, but it is super true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number 13 is the big game hunter, sets his heart on a true grail pen, as obtainable as unobtainable as possible, researches its territory, its habits, searches tirelessly for years, tracking it down pace by pace. It's an all-consuming passion. Then once he gets it, the hunt begins anew. Number 14 is the hoarder, buys any penny sees, never sells anything, lives surrounded by huge Visconti boxes, living off off Tesco value baked beans. (laughs) Number 15 is the naive enthusiast, has no idea what they want, backs awful Kickstarter projects with gay abandon, asks perfectly Googleable questions on fountain pen Facebook groups, but too cheerful to be mean to. That I I think that covers it, right? It's very good. What are we missing? I can't I don't think, think we're anything. missing. I really, yeah. I feel like I'm somewhere in the realm of 
the Magpie and Otaku-san. I think that's kind of where I sit personally. Yeah, I think we're about the same, Mm -hmm. I would say. Like, uh, a lot of them are definitely not me. Um, I'm getting close to hoarder status. It's not quite that also, bad. Also, maybe a sighting of hipster for me a little bit. Yeah. Say. Yeah, This is, we need to turn this into, like, the Enneagram test. Are you familiar with that? I don't think so. It's 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 basically like a personality test, right? Okay. And you 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 it, you it finds your classification for you by the list of questions you've answered, right? Someone so we should have make a, list. a shortcut for this. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have a list of questions you answer, then it says you're Mister Ordinary or you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thank you, Anthony, for creating this list. We will get a lot of enjoyment from it. Yeah, this is a good. Uh, this is really good. I like it a lot. <laughs> Funny, very funny indeed. All right, should we take a final break and then do some Ask TPA to round out today's episode? Let's do it. All right, we've got a new sponsor for this week's episode, and that is Care Of. Fall is a great time to set some new goals for yourself, get back into a healthy routine, reprioritize yourself. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to get the right vitamins, supplements, and protein powders for your specific needs. Care Of can help figure out what you need of a short online quiz that will ask you about your diet, your lifestyle, and your health needs. It only takes five minutes, and you'll get research-backed recommendations for everything that you need. Your Care Of order gets shipped right to your door in convenient daily packs, which is perfect for a busy on-the-go lifestyle. And it's super easy to see where the ingredients are sourced. Everything is made with the highest quality. And if you're a vegan or vegetarian, Care Of can also cater to that as well. Brad, I believe that you have gone through the Care Of quiz and received your first order. So I think you really enjoy me having me part of the network because I'm willing to be a guinea pig for pretty much all of our new sponsors, right? Yes, like yes. that's one of your favorite things mm-hmm. about me. You'll do and anything I, I ask. It's nice. <laughs> and actually, I enjoy it because it's always kind of things that's like, well, that's something I've thought about and have never really, you know, dug into very much. So I went through the care of process and they have this quiz like we were just talking about up front about like the types of products I use. Um, like I don't really take any vitamins or or anything like that so it it wants to know you know the quiz asks different things like you know what type of things do you use where you know do you do you have any things like in your daily life that you you know do you want more energy are you getting tired um you know do you need more brain power are you stressed out you know all these kinds of things so you can go through and take the quiz and it asks you things like, you know, they sell vitamins and they also sell herbal products. So it's like, are you skeptical about, you know, herbs and like, can we, you know, do you want, can we provide you more information or do you just like want to avoid that completely? Like it's very open, like this whole process. I was like, oh yeah, those are kind of cool questions. So in the end, like they sell a bunch of, you know, different uh, like supplement products, but at the end it gave me like maybe six things that I, you know, would, based on the answers to my questions that I might be interested in. So I went through that list and picked out two things, two vitamins, and then like one energy pack. So you do that and you place the order. And then I kind of, you know, just didn't think anything of it, you know, and the the order showed up and it's this box and it's like this little kind of about half size shoebox type of thing. And then I open up the package and like all of my pills. So like I take two pills a day now and I'm going to tell you what all these things are in just a second, but they come in like this box, the single box with like a little hole you rip at the bottom, like a, uh, like a 12 pack, <laughs> like a mm-hmm. box or something. And each 
days worth of pills slides out in this little package and it says they're all individually little, wrapped yeah they're individually yeah. wrapped for each day and just so you know like the first thing i i thought of was wow that's a lot of waste like in paper and plastic but right on the package it says please compost me learn more take care of slash p slash eco so they're eco-friendly packaging um compostable packaging i was like okay good um i figured it had to be but i was like wow okay good so you take out this little package and every day the little package says hi brad Today's challenge, unscramble this word. So it gives you like a little little mind, um, you know, thing, little game to play with yourself or like a writing prompt or, you know, something to do today. You know, on each little package, it's all they all say, hi, Brad, and here's your thing. And then you open up and take your two pills. So I got rhodiola, which is called the cosmonaut, which is for like, um, like brain endurance and recovery. Like, so you can continue to think like all throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, so you notice the things I got were, were mostly around brain health. The other one is called Astahaxton, um, which is called the coral King and it supports cognitive health. So I got kind of like, I want to keep my mind going like all throughout the day. Like I don't want to have like lulls or get tired. Um, I want to have consistent brain energy. I want to be good at better at remembering things, you know, cause I'm getting older and you start to slip a little bit, even though you don't think you are, um, you do. So the first day I took a mic, I was sitting there, it was last Friday and I was writing refill. So writing refill is about a six hour process every Friday for me. So I booked my whole Friday to sit on my bum and write. And I'd taken my vitamins for the first day this morning. And I realized as I was writing, like I'm hammering through it. Like I'm just pounding the keyboard. The ideas are coming like hot and heavy. And then I posted this tweet when it hit me. I was like, whoa, am I in a good mood just because I'm in a good mood? Or am I in a good mood because I started these new vitamins today? And that was the day I started care of. And I didn't even think about it at the time until then it hit me. I was like, is this what happens? Because with like any type of new product, especially something you're putting in your body, you wonder, am I going to feel weird or different? And that's the thing is like, I never did. Like, you know, there was no heart rate spike or temperature change or, you know, anything that made me feel any different than I did any other day, except I guess maybe my energy level was higher and maybe it's still going. So I've been taking these every day. I've been enjoying them. Um, I also got one other thing. It's called extra batteries, which I haven't tried yet. It's just a little powder packet that like if you, it's called on the go energy support. So you just, you take these little, they look like those little sugar packets, those long mm-hmm. skinny sugar packets. And you just kind of, you just, just pour it into it your in. mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just dump it in. Like you don't mix it with water or anything. Um, I haven't tried those yet because it is just, it's essentially caffeine. So it's a hundred milligrams of caffeine in these little packs for energy packets. So instead of maybe sometimes I go for an afternoon coffee, if I'm dragging, um, I haven't had to recently. So when I do, uh, feel like I need that, pick me up. I'm going to try that out, but, uh, that's on the agenda. So that's yeah, where I'm at. It. Yeah, everything's like all personalized. Like it says, like I have this little form. It says made for Brad. And here's Brad's um, uh, pills that he's taking. And here's what all of these pills do. And like, it's very like specific. And like, I only get the information for the things that I get, right? So like, I don't have like all the product information that have to go hunt down my products. I get my product information specifically for my order. So it's very cool how they set that up. So I've been happy with it so far and I'm going to keep it going. 
All right, if you want to get 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter the code PENADDICT at checkout. That's takecareof.com, promo code PENADDICT for 25% off your first order. Our thanks to Care Of for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, should we do some hashtag AskTPA to finish off today's episode? We should, and one of them relates to what I wrote in my first day of Theme System Journal, like I mentioned my friend Jay stopped by and we were just talking about different, you know, businessy things like he's into uh into like business marketing and he has the Productivity in Tech podcast which we'll link in the show notes uh, my appearance on his podcast and he was in town swung by and we hung out for a bit and he said have you ever made a word cloud from all of your Ask TPA questions? I was like, oh my God, no, but that's a genius idea. And I was like, well, then I feel bad because I delete, like we have a scrolling Excel spreadsheet that gets, you know, 500 lines long and it's hard to scroll to the bottom. So I truncate it frequently. So I only had back until May. So I had a little over 200 Ask TPA questions, sent them over to Jay. He, uh, he manipulated the data to give me the word cloud and I put the results in the show notes. So it kind of goes like as you think, but I thought it was a neat thing to uh, do. So the the words are weighted by size based on how often they were mentioned. And uh, we'll link that in the show notes so you can check it out. I kept Ask TPA in as the most popular word just so it's it was kind of like the header image for the word cloud. Then everything else, you know, pen, pen, sailor, lami, fountain paper, notebooks, writing, blue was a surprise, architect was in there. So these were all the words with over five mentions in the word cloud of the last 200 um, STPA questions. So I see I missed get. <laughs> I tried to take out all of the, you know, your standard, your standard, you know, A, V, at, Y, all that stuff. I took all those out. So it was pretty cool. I thought it was neat to look at. Hmm. That is fun. I like that. Yep. Yep. So there you go. You can check out the Ask TPA word cloud in the show notes. So thanks to Jay for doing that. All right, Mike, this first question keeps me up at night and I've sworn to do something about it, but let's go for it anyway. Arden Burrell says, I was just given a Retro 51. I'm a colorful ink person and my fountain pens, mostly purple and orange. Are the Retro 51 brand refills, all the Retro 51 brand refills seem to be blue and black. What's a good color refill for the Retro 51? I need to make the all-encompassing Retro 51 refill post. I just need to do it so I have reference to answer this question that comes up a lot. And it's a totally valid question. It's a great question. Um, but the answer for like the color refills that go in the Retro 51 are Monteverde's refills. Um, you can find the Retro 51 match um, refill um, from Monteverde and it's, you know, it's your basic like Parker style refills fit into there. So Monteverde does some good gel color ink refills and that's what you want to use for retro 51. But big picture wise, Mike, I need the singular resource for this. So I need you to either build a page or build a blog post that I can just uh, short link and say, here's as many options as I can find that fit natively. Here's as many options that you can hack and then let it keep growing just for the retro 51. So, and that style of pen because it comes up all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Th that would be a good one to have. I'd like being able to have resources like that. I think when people yeah. say to me like, Hey, where's somewhere I can go in London. Right. Mm -hmm. and I, and right. I just, yeah. So like, I never so like the old thing stationary map. So yeah. Anna keeps a general refill guide on her blog and I have a short link to that in text expander that I send to everyone, but I want to do a retro 51 specific one. Like she has it, I think in part of the section 
on there. I just want to pull it out and like expand on it and do hacks and, and all the different things that people like to do with the Retro 51s. All right, Fibber would like to ask TPA, is there a label or tape that would adhere to the spine of notebooks, composition books permanently? I have a quarter of a century of notebooks I would like to label. That's pretty amazing and impressive. I like the Leuchtturm labels, but I want options. Thank you. The only thing I can think of is like the, the Dymo label makers, right? Like the, the printed, like machine computerized labels. I don't know what sticky labels you're going to get that. I mean, they might be the same generally, but like I would go for the little small handheld label printing machines where you can like just, you know, digitally print yeah. whatever information you want to put on those spines. And I would assume they're going to stick pretty well. I mean, they're made to stick on all types of different things, indoor, outdoor. I'm sure there's some, even some strength variance in, in the tape models, you know, for standard office use and maybe extreme. So I would look into, I don't know if, if Dymo is, is the king in that area or not. There's probably a lot of small handheld label makers that you should look at. I don't have a recommendation, but that's, if I'm taking on this project, that's how I'm attacking it as opposed to doing a handwritten label and probably a less sticky sticker, to be honest. Have you, did you ever label like your, your drawers on your, your cabinet where you keep everything in or, or no, no you don't label those. I never did that post, but okay. purposely cause it's kind of like it, it, it changes a lot. Sure. Sure. Okay. I remember, I thought that might've come up and I can remember, but no. I mean, that's, that's what I'm leaning for this type of project. Um, you know, shoot me a message on Twitter if you want to get more specific on that and we can see what we can find out. Next question so I- comes from pens Two. What is the general opinion of Noodler's inks? I've read fantastic reviews and some scary reviews regarding damage to feeds. Um, any recommendations for stationary or pen stores in San Francisco as well? So the first part is you've basically answered your own question. The reviews are mixed. Mm-hmm. So with Noodler's inks, you just have to be aware. Like, I would not avoid them. Like, I don't have a problem saying that. But there are inks that are very, very strong. Like, Bay State Blue will eat parts of your pen. If you have to have that ink because you love that ink so much, you pick a pen for Bay State Blue, and that pen only gets Bay State Blue, and Bay State Blue goes in none of your other pens. Because eventually it might cause internal problems for your pens. That doesn't mean you shouldn't use it. It means that you have to take extra care. And that goes, I mean, that goes for more inks than noodlers, right? You have to have some level of responsibility to have good fountain pen hygiene when you're using any ink. Noodlers may be a little bit more for some of their inks. You need to pay attention even even more. Um, but then some of them are just like, you know, completely normal, regular writers like, you know, Apache, Apache Sunset, 51st Mass. And then people's experiences will change. So I wouldn't not, I wouldn't avoid them. But if you like the colors, I would just pay extra care but i think that just goes in the general statements of um of fountain pen inks and clean keeping up with cleaning your fountain pens oh second part um i got this question in email the other day and there's actually no great stores specifically like for fountain pens in san francisco but there are are a few good stores you can check out uh mido and kino kinia in japantown and also the lami boutique uh, got high praise from uh some Mm -hmm. of our friends who were in town um, for the pen show. So those are the three Mido, Kino Kaniya, both in Japantown, um, and then, um, the Lamy boutique. So that's kind of what I would, would check out. I don't know anything other than that. 
And our final question this week comes from Sarah. Sarah says, I love using fountain pens and always want to have one or two of them with me. The problem is I also love to carry a nice handbag and I get nervous that one day I will have some sort of explosion and ruin an expensive bag. Do you know of any pen cases that are leak proof? I've been on the hunt for a pen case that has a clear PVC interior so I can see my pens when I open the case, but I still want to have pen sleeves that will keep my pens separated. Have you seen anything like this? If not, could this be something that Knock works on in the future? <laughs> I love this question so much. <laughs> Just everything about this question I love because that's a thing that people think about when they use fountain pens and, you know, am I going to get it on my shirt or my pocket or my bag or is it going to make a mess somewhere that I don't want it to? So how can I protect against that? I've never seen a pen case that's leak proof, but we've always talked about and I've never researched it further is the cigar, like the sealed, like pressurized cigar mm. holders that would hold... They're, they also happen to be kind of fountain pen sized. You know, would that type of thing work in this situation? It may not be the glamorous situation that I or Sarah would want, but it might be an effective solution to the problem of, hey, if it leaks, will it stay contained into this case? That's something I've threatened to explore over the years, and I don't have any good resources on that. That's the only idea that ever comes up in these types of situations because they make these little miniature pressurized cases. Um, I don't know. I mean, if they're pressurized, that would mean that they should be leak proof because they should be airtight. Um, so that's something I got to look into. I don't think that Notco would get into that project. Although um, <laughs> we do have a manufacturer that makes like the like plastic cases, um, you know, like Pelican cases, right? Like the 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 traditional spelling of the name, not the um, not the fountain pen spelling of the name. You know, that are the popular like camera hard cases and things like that. But I don't and like I have a pressurized case sample sitting here, but I don't think I would do that for fountain pens. It just it's a little bit bulky, right? So that's the kind of things you run into on that. So that's my only idea, but I don't have it explored enough to be able to give a definitive. All right, if you would like to submit a question to be answered on the show on a future episode, just send out a tweet with the hashtag AskTPA and it may be brought in uh, to be answered in the future. Thanks to Backblaze, Pen Chalet, and Carol for the support of this week's episode. Uh, thanks to Brad for his great feedback and for not causing me to have some kind of heart attack live on air, so that's good news. Uh, if you want to find Brad online, go to penaddict.com, knock.co. He is at dowdyism on Twitter, twitch.tv slash penaddict as well, and penaddict on Instagram. I am iMike on Instagram, I am YKE. You should go follow me there if you're not already. And we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs> <laughs>